Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 189, how one client manifested her dream coaching business and a Hollywood movie role. So today our guest is Florence Andrews. Florence is an incredible iHeart coaching student within our company. She has been building her coaching business for the last six months within the program, and she's been growing her amazing acting career. Now, the fact that I'm sitting here saying all of that is very much a surprise to Florence, as well as maybe other people in her life, because just six months ago, she was an out-of-work actress due to the theater being shut down in quarantine, and she didn't really have a coaching business. So now, the fact that she has both and is literally, at this point in time, filming a Hollywood movie is a dream come true. Two dreams come true. And so maybe you can resonate with having a dream and not knowing how to make it happen. If so, this story is definitely for you. When Florence found us, she had been dabbling in other coaching programs and courses. She'd given the coaching thing a try. She was feeling a bit defeated with her acting work. She didn't really have money coming in. And yet she held true to her dreams of being successful and impacting the world. And I'm so glad that she did. She decided to sign up for our program. And as they say, the rest is history. I'm so excited to share her story with you, all of her successes, all the things she learned along the way, how she was able to actually manifest both of these opportunities and both of these businesses. And of course, you can take everything you hear here in this episode and apply it to your own life and business or career. So let's dive in. This episode is sponsored by iHeart Coaching, our signature program for new and aspiring online coaches. iHeart Coaching is your one-stop shop designed to support you in becoming the next standout online coach. Whether you're brand new to the digital space or looking to take your coaching business to the next level, this is a comprehensive program that's going to show you how to build a successful coaching business from A to Z. We're going to share how to generate maximum revenue and book out your calendar with dream clients. To learn more, go to iHeartCoaching.com. Welcome to the I Heart My Life show, Florence. I'm so excited to have this time with you and to hear a bit more about your journey and share it with our amazing community. Thank you so much. It is such an honor to be here. Real pleasure. So did you think six months ago that we'd be sitting here talking about everything that happened for you in the iHeart coaching program? No. (laughs) Well, I'd hoped it, you know, actually it was one of my kind of uh, fantasies of, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to really put everything into this program and maybe I'll be someone who's interviewed. Um, So it was kind of like a little fantasy actually, if I'm honest, but (laughs) um, yeah, it feels great to be here. Very exciting. Yeah. So take us back to just six months ago and talk a little bit about where you were at in terms of your coaching business and kind of your frame of mind and what was it that you wanted to achieve? Yeah. So um, I'd kind of just come across you and the I Heart My Life team a few months before and was really, really inspired by everything that you talked about. And I I kind of uh, got into the whole world of mindset and, um, and law of attraction as well, actually, kind of from my past in acting and some of the mindset blocks that I'd come up against in the past in my own life. And then it was basically uh, when I kind of came across you guys, it was a few months into lockdown. And so um, my acting business, I was working in the West End at the time and I was three days into a new job and I was told, okay, just 
go home, you're not coming back. So I was kind of in a strange place where I had, I had been the main breadwinner. Um, I just finished a year of maternity leave and was back at work. And suddenly this kind of void opened up of, oh crap, like, what am I, what am I going to do now? Um, And once I kind of got over the panic of it, there was a definite silver lining that appeared was that, that that was, you know, I'd always put all my eggs in one basket and, you know, I'd really beeline towards acting and performing. And suddenly I kind of gave myself permission to, I, I kind of had, like we all did, had to surrender to something much bigger than myself and my own story. You know, we none of us had any control over what was happening. And it was kind of permission to look into new avenues and, and kind of ask myself, okay, well, if theatre is going to be down for the foreseeable, what do I want to do? I didn't just want to end up, um, you know, I totally understand why I have no judgment for people who have. M- many people I know have had to, but I, I didn't want to just end up getting by, go work, stacking shelves. I wanted to kind of use this as an opportunity um, to to explore other facets of, of what I wanted to bring to the world. And coaching it was something that I'd looked into before in the past. And it was something I was definitely really interested in. It was part of my own journey in the past. And um, so I started kind of looking into that world and I kind of dipped into different business courses and different ideas of how I could be creative and use some of my own journey to help people. And then I came across you guys and did um, I did the two-day money mindset workshop and loved it and had so many insights and breakthroughs. And that was when I started thinking about iHeart Coaching. And it wasn't until like, I think it was like the day before you guys closed your doors (laughs) that I finally jumped and went for it, which was a scary decision because I didn't have any income at the time, but I just leapt and went for it. And um, yeah, have no regrets at all. It's one of the best things I've done. Yeah. So talk a little bit about what you wanted to achieve with the program. So you said that you had experienced some mindset work, law of attraction, you'd experienced maybe some other programs or, you know, information-based courses. So what was it that you were actually looking for? I think um, on one level, it was the fact that I'd, I definitely had been suffering from kind of shiny object syndrome and I'd been trying to grab what pieces of information I could from, from various courses and certain self-study things and was trying to piece it all together. And to be honest, I, I had kind of got myself overwhelmed. I couldn't really, it was too much, too many different things. And I think with iHeart Coaching, not only did I just really resonate with you, and, you know, I think sometimes you just, you either really resonate with the energy of a mentor or not. And I was I was like, Emily really inspires me. This team really inspires me. But also I just felt like I needed something that pulled it all together in one place and just had that step by step. I just felt at the time like I wanted someone to hold my hand and take me through. Okay, let's scrap everything I've taken on start from zero and start again and step through. And I think with iHeart Coaching, it gave me that like, you know, module by module, it really broke it down step by step. And then it also had that live element of that support. And I mean, you know how much I like asking questions (laughs) on calls. And so I needed that as well. Um, And I think also I didn't realize I needed it so much at the time, but that community aspect as well was such a massive factor of what um, helped me 
stay accountable and get through was just that support of the other women in the group too. So um, I think a lot of it was that trying to stem the overwhelm and just start again uh, and have everything in one place. And then in terms of my goals, I really wanted to get my first, I had been coaching already, but I hadn't been charging um, and so I'd been practicing and, and, and getting some, you know, nice feedback from people, but I really wanted to get my first few paid clients and, um, and yeah, wanted to just leave feeling like I had a real business that was, that had some momentum to it. Yeah. So spoiler alert, you did get your first clients and we'll come to that in a second, (laughs) but how, obviously, you know, as an actress, you're used to putting yourself out there. You're used to some, you know, element of rejection, right? But when you started this business, you really had to take a leap because like you said, you didn't have the money just sitting there. So can you talk to people, not even just people who are interested in this program, but just in general, there are so many people who are scared to move forward with their dreams because they don't want to spend the money or maybe there's another fear holding them back. So how Mm -hmm. did you justify that or reconcile it in your mind when the amount of money wasn't just sitting there? Yeah. I think um, there are a couple of things. I think one was listening to my body. And I've always kind of done that as in, I, I feel like there's the mind in your body, as it were, and and the mind in your mind. So I, you know, my brain was coming up with all the fear and all the reasons of why I shouldn't, why this was irresponsible, why, you know, what might go wrong. Um, but my body was saying the absolute opposite. Uh, like my body was just so excited at the thought of jumping in and saying yes. And I remember something, I think it was Marie Forleo who said something like, you know, someone asked her, what's, how can you tell when a fear is like a fear that you should listen to and it's not the right thing to do, or it's just that fear of you up leveling. And she said, one feels like expansive and the other feels like it's closing in. And I remember with this decision, the thought of going for it was so exciting. It was like that kind of so scared, but scared like you're about to go on a really fun roller coaster. So I kind of had that real excitement with the fear and I couldn't really deny that. And I think the other thing was kind of that it had got to that point of the fear of what would happen if I didn't do it was getting bigger than the fear than the fear of if I did. And I'd already invested a certain amount in different things. And to begin with, that was something that made me think, I can't invest again. But I had this, it's almost like I had this regret that I hadn't found you guys earlier. And it was this little wake up call of, well, it's kind of crazy to be aware of this regret I'm feeling now. And I could just decide to not have that regret by going for it. And yes, it's another investment, but I kind of realized that it was a kind of false economy to try and hoard the little bit of money I had left because I knew that I, I just knew that I couldn't get where I wanted to go with what I'd already invested in it. For me, it just hadn't been the right thing or it hadn't been enough. And so it it was just that element of trusting my body and trusting that feeling of excitement and and also being aware of what the cost was if I didn't. And actually, when it came down to it, that scared me more. Hmm, that's such a great point. I love that that example of does it feel like expansion or like you're closing in or being constricted? 
So I know that you move forward in the program and we absolutely love your energy. We love your transparency. We love your honesty. And at one point you got to this place where you were like, I don't know how I can keep making these payments. And I remember you emailing the team and getting some support and you know, I'm not the one answering emails, but we talk behind the scenes about all of our clients. We actually have meetings about all of you. And, (laughs) and I told one of our support coaches, I was like, tell her that she doesn't need to make a decision right now about whether she leaves the program. We're going to wait until the very last moment, because that's how the universe works. It's like, do you really want this? Are you in full trust that this is meant for you? And if so, we got to hold the faith until the very last moment. So can you talk a little bit about that story? Yeah, sure. Well, firstly, I just want to thank you for doing that because I really, it's so, it was so, uh, it meant so much to me to have people believe in me so much. The fact that you guys believed that I could sort it out in time really, really helped me at that time. So, and so I'll come back to that, but yeah, so I think it was like, it was one of the modules and we'd been working on money mindset and then we'd been working a bit more specifically on kind of the being a custodian of money, you know, in the money management side. And it was really triggering for me. I realized that actually, you know, I'd always been someone who'd been into, I was all for living as if, and I was all for the visioning. And what I realized I'd been doing was actually putting out a really conflicting message to the universe because I was thinking about the money I wanted. I was believing it. I was kind of living out here in the future, but the the little the, the part of it it's not little the part of it that i was missing was the fact that i wasn't willing to look in my bank account i was in denial of my current situation and i think i'd got that confused with the money mindset kind of element and i realized what i was doing was i was kind of saying i want more money but i was showing the universe that i wasn't able to manage the money i already had now and now i realize it's like well how can i you know if I'm if I can't willage, uh, manage five pounds, then how am I going to? Why would the universe give me fifty thousand pounds to manage? Like it, it, I need to show that I can deal with money in my bank account. So that module was really powerful for me, but also really terrifying. <laughs> and um, yeah, I had a total. I wouldn't say breakdown, but I was really scared. I was really scared for a while, and I and I think it triggered a lot of. Um, guilt I had around investing, you know, as a mother was what had I done, you know, not what had I done as in, I felt like I was getting so much value already, but I was just worried about how could I carry on doing it. Um, And so, yeah, you were incredible. James was incredible. I felt very, very supported. And so that really helped. And I think it was just having that belief in me that was so important. People didn't it was like you you were understanding of where I was at, but at the same time, none of you kind of totally bought into it. So there was a really nice kind of balance there of, okay, like I feel heard, I feel understood, but also they're, they believe that I can go to the next level and that, you know, I don't, that they're not kind of like buying into the victimhood of it. So I think that was really good for me and it gave me a real um, determination. And there was a sense of a deadline as well of, okay, we're going to, you've got this long and let's see how it goes. And I think 
all of that helped. And I think it was, you know, a few things. One was the fact that I did start looking at my bank account every day, despite like the adrenaline, the butterflies. And I really started practicing, you know, I love my bank account and really flipping that in my mind. Um, and I think it was just, yeah, just, I mean, I, I think, I, I don't know if you remember this, but it was just before the deadline that something uh, came in. I think it was like an old royalty or something. And it was like, exactly. Yeah, it was like Andrew Lloyd Webber or something. Yeah, it was, it was, it was from an old recording or something. And it was like exactly the amount I needed to, that would make the difference between the normal track and the VIP track. And it was incredible when that happened. And again, I have no doubt it was kind of really practicing everything that was in those modules and, and that belief that I had, that's belief and support I had from you guys too. So yeah, it was amazing. I could, I remember emailing Ashley and being like, I can do it. <laughs> I can stay on the VIP track. And um, yeah, it was, it was incredible to, to work through. So that. I want to, I want to just break out a few of the things that you said here, because I think it's really important on a few different levels. So there's a lot of people who are coaches listening to this. And there's a lot of coaches who do buy into their stories, the stories that they hear from their clients, stories mm-hmm. of not being able to make payments, not having enough time, all of the victim-based stories. So as a coach, you have to be able to see through that and see that someone is actually fully capable of making the money or carving out the time or getting the clients and not buy into what their mind and the fear is leading them to believe. And on the flip side, obviously, or alongside of that, you have to show that level of support, right? We get to show that support for our clients and really be there for them every step of the way so that they can move through this. Um, and I think that's so, so powerful because a lot of people do go to that place of believing the victim, believing that voice that isn't actually the truth. And so that's what we try and do at our company is really instill faith in our clients. And then you're able to feel that belief and that faith. You go out, you take the action, you hold the faith, you continue to show up, you feel, you know, a million times more confident because there are other people believing in you. And that's so, that's such a powerful thing about money and investing. When other people believe in you, it really shifts something in us, you know? Yeah. I, and I, I think I've kind of felt that I've, I've learned that from learning that as a client, it's really helped me bring that into my work as a coach as well, because I'm definitely someone who's always been, you know, I used to be the kid that if another kid cried, it made me cry, like really empathetic and really sympathetic. And I think that's a great quality to have. But at the same time, I think what I used to do was thinking I was helping people and clients by buying into their story and being overly sympathetic. And actually I realized as a client how powerful it was for someone to go, because actually it would have felt awful if you guys had just gone, oh, what a shame. Okay, well, it's been great and you should probably go. <laughs> and I think, you know, actually what you want, you're kind of without knowing it, you that, you know, you want someone to go, no, I see more in you. And as soon once you realize someone sees that in you, it, it makes you see it in yourself. So absolutely. Yeah. And then the other piece is just around holding the faith and recognizing that money can come from anywhere because you didn't expect that check to come in. There was no way for us to have that on a spreadsheet saying, you know, the surprise check is going to come in, but you have to hold the faith that your desires are meant for you and possible for you. And that money is all around us and it's coming to us and attracted to us based on what we're putting out into the world. And we can either be that magnet or we can repel it. And in that moment, 
moment you were the magnet because you chose to keep the faith. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was a magical moment. So it was great for that all to be confirmed. (laughs) Yeah. And for the people who are listening, who are maybe newer in business or new coaches, can you talk a little bit about where you found your first clients, how that process worked for you? You know, where, where were you able to attract those people? Yeah. Um, I think it helped that I, I did have a few practice clients before I started charging. And um, that was actually where my first client came from. So I had done a few sessions with uh, a lady who actually lived locally to me. And um, when our sessions had finished, she inquired about what would it look like to, to pay me and to keep working. Um, so I think that really helped just starting coaching, just coaching and um, kind of coaching before you feel ready, just connecting with people because you don't know where it's going to lead. So actually my first client came that way. And then I think um, I think my second client was I was doing a market research and, um, and as a thank you for people helping me with, with market research, I offered a free coaching session and that led on to someone inquiring about my coaching and then I've had a couple of people from Instagram as well. So it's it's been really, really varied. Um, but it's what's been good to see is that so far anyway, there hasn't been kind of one specific way that I get my clients. It can be kind of really unexpected. And but it, it, it definitely helped me when I started just to kind of focus on connecting with people and making a difference. And that's actually where those first couple of clients came from was people enjoyed that connection. They got some results and they were like, what would it, I don't want to stop. So not only was that great for my confidence as a new coach, um, but I think it's easy to kind of think, well, it has to start from some grand funnel and this and that. And and it's exciting because I'm starting to, you know, building that kind of more automated side of, of trying to get it more consistent. But to begin with, just to see that it can come from just connecting with people on a really kind of one person at a time basis and go from there. I love that. And I know that you said there was one week where you had three clients come in and you made back nearly the entire investment in the program, correct? Yeah, I think it was like, I think it was literally two or three days. And, um, this wasn't that long after that money coming in to make up the VIP kind of difference. Yeah. And that had been my other goal was not only to get my first few clients, but I was like, if I'm going to do this, I've got to make my money back. I want to make the investment back. And it was in like two or three days I had, I think it was, yeah, three clients in like two or three days signed up. And that was almost the entire thing. So I was like, yes, amazing. (laughs) amazing. And they were all fab women as well, which obviously... It's great. Yeah. So a lot has shifted for you on the coaching side of things, but I'd love for you to share anything that's shifted personally or obviously with your other um, side of things, which is your acting. I'd love for you to tell the audience a little bit about how your life has transformed. Yeah. So it's definitely had an impact on all different areas of my life. I feel like I'm a more present mom, my relationships being good, because I think like when you have when you do this mindset work that is required for you to become a better coach and a better businesswoman, it, it requires you to just up level as a person, like it's an inner shift. So it affects everything. And my focus had not been on my acting so much this, you know, since lockdown began, because 
in I come from the world of theatre mostly, and that's still closed. So I kind of had had happily gone, okay, I'm going to put all my focus into this new business. Um, and yet it was kind of within that time that I got um, a self-tape for Ridley Scott movie, House of Gucci, and um, it went What did well. you say? You got a self-tape? Like, where you, do you yeah. submit your audition? Yeah, so I was asked to audition for it. And um, yeah, and I submitted it and I got the part as a small role of Jenny Gucci and um, in the house of Gucci and obviously an incredible cast um, and working with Ridley Scott. So it was that was massive for me because I've been wanting to get into doing more screen work after years in theater for a long, long time. And it was I, I personally don't see it as a coincidence that. I was in this place of doing all this mindset work on myself and then that opportunity came in and not only that, but I kind of really stepped into it and, and got the part. Um, Because I I think, uh, I I think one thing that was interesting about it was the fact that my focus wasn't on my acting at the time. And I do think there's an element of, you know, I've been putting my focus there for so long. My dad always says, um, and I know, I think it's a Seneca quote. I always thought it was my dad and I was like, I know it's Seneca. <laughs> it was her luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. And so I feel like I'd spent all these years preparing and then this opportunity came along. But I think it all, almost helped as well that there wasn't any more this need. There wasn't that desperate, like, I've got to, if I can't get an acting job, you know, because my focus was on my coaching. And then it just kind of, this opportunity just came in from left field when I wasn't even looking. And so for me, it's been really lovely to have these two. I mean, that was part of what attracted me to coaching as well as being so obsessed with with mindset and wanting to help women, um, it was the thought of having a business that could be flexible enough for me to carry on my acting. And, you know, that's, it's, it's totally wonderful to see, you know, I've been able to come to Italy and film and bring my clients with me on my laptop, which is like insane. It's so cool um, that I can do the two together. And, and that was kind of one of, that was the dream for me. Um, But I think, I think in some ways it's helped that, you know, I can kind of flip between focusing uh, on on both of them. And I think that definitely, in a way, it was that kind of that release element of when I stopped striving so much, the opportunity came in. Yeah. So it was super exciting. Yeah. I'm so glad that we're breaking this down because I think it's so important for people to understand how you were able to create this. Cause I do believe you were able to create this. And sometimes we do show up with a level of desperation. And if you think about attraction in terms of a romantic relationship, we're not attracted to the person who is desperate, right? We want them to be confident, self-assured, to be happy, And you, you know, in a lot of us, when we're in that place of, oh my gosh, I so want it to happen, that energy does sometimes come across as desperate and Mm -hmm. it's, you know, not the most attractive energy. And so when you shift and you actually have faith and you know that it's going to happen and you're just in flow, that's completely different. And, you know, I think that one of the things I also want to highlight about you is when you went through this program, you actually showed up and you did the work and you were on all the calls and you were asking questions and posting the group and you were getting vulnerable and letting people in. And again, that comes down to 
you know, that's the energy that's going to attract everything that you want is being open, being willing to receive, being available for coaching and following that and actually showing up. So I just want people to really understand that this is not a fluke. Like you were able to create this by the way you showed up and the energy that you put out. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I, I definitely, something I've always resonated with you that, that you talk about is that idea of rather than kind of hoping and wanting, it's just deciding. You know, if you want to be successful, you have to make the decision to be successful. And you're not always going to know how long or short that kind of time frame will be. But it's that kind of just trust in that, that when you kind of make the decision that it's going to happen, there's a certain level where you can kind of let go a bit and relax and and kind of have that balance between being the creator of what's happening and having a certain element of like controlling what you can control but also that kind of release side which I think was something that I hadn't had before in my in my acting career because even though I did have success in my acting career and I had leading roles in the West End it was never I, I it was always such a struggle I wanted it so much and I was striving so much that I think I didn't enjoy the amazing opportunities I had as much as I could have. And I think that's been a massive gift from this program. And it's it's so funny because this whole coaching experience, even though it's something I had looked into in the past, I never quite had the time or space to properly look into it. I was always busy acting and doing different things. And so little did I know that kind of this year off and delving into that, would actually impact my acting as well so much because now I feel like I've, I've kind of added in those little jigsaw pieces that were missing of, of that element of kind of, of like release, like you say, of kind of showing up and, and controlling the bits you can control and making that decision, but then kind of surrendering as well and, and, and getting off that kind of struggle bus, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. So can you talk with people a little bit about the work that you do now and who you specifically coach? Yeah, so um, I decided to to kind of near the end of the program to niche down, um, help new coaches and service-based female entrepreneurs um, and really help them most specifically with the mindset around showing up. So kind of, uh, I guess it's a bit cheesy, but I like to use the theater kind of lingo <laughs> of stepping out of the wings and into your spotlight and kind of shining without shame. Because I think something I'm really passionate about is I feel like a lot of young girls and therefore we carry it through into womanhood have this shame around shining and having a gift and being successful there's like, you know, I feel like there's a lot of language around, you know, stop showing off. No one likes the clever clogs, you know, just be a bit less. You don't want to intimidate anyone. And that held me back in my performing for a long, long time. It was like this inner tug of war between a uh, part of me that that was so ambitious and knew what I was capable of. And another part that was continually self-sabotaging of who do you think you are? Don't show off. Like, play smaller. As an, ex as an extreme example, I remember one singing lesson I had years ago and I walked into this room and this guy was very, um, this, I, it was a singing teacher I hadn't had before. And he was really rude to me. He, he decided seemingly that I was going to be no good. And I kind of knew that I was going to be better than he 
thought I would be. And I thought if I open my mouth and I'm good now that he's been this rude, it's going to be really awkward and it's going to make him uncomfortable. So without really realizing it at the time, but in hindsight, I could see I kind of didn't purposefully sing as well as I could because I didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable. So I I literally would make myself smaller. And I see that now in the coaching world and entrepreneurial world as well, like the, the mindset elements and blocks that we have to work through to be successful in the entrepreneurial space, which obviously is much newer to me, but it's, it's, there's so many parallels between that and the performing world, because at the end of the day, it's still about you allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to step in and be successful and be seen and show up and say, I'm an expert in this and I can help you. And um, so I see that there are just so many parallels and so many women still have this shame around shining out because who am I to shine out and what if I make others feel less? And actually it's, it's the opposite. When you shine out, you give permission to other women to do the same. So that's that's really kind of what I'm passionate about is helping women to kind of stop hiding away and playing small and just allow themselves to step up and shine and and show up. Mm, so beautiful. I love that. So talk to us a little bit about what you're most excited about in the near future. Well, gosh, so much. <laughs> um, I yeah, I'm really excited just to, to carry on coaching. At the moment, I'm coaching one-on-one and I'm loving it. Um, so I'm excited to meet all the, the new women that are on their way. And um, I, I, I'm very excited about, I've got plans to uh, create a group coaching program. And so I, my original plan was to launch that in the spring, but I've kind of put it, put it back to the summer because of this filming job. And yeah, just excited to see what happens after this film and, um, you know, the obviously building up to the release date and and um, all the kind of, there's so much unexpected stuff in both the acting world and the coaching world. So it's, it's hard to kind of have specifics, but yeah. uh, I'm just so excited to continue on this journey, honestly, and just to keep, to keep growing and connecting with more women and just seeing where it takes me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's such an exciting chapter for you and you've obviously already achieved so much, but I feel like it's just the start and it's just going to keep going up and you're going to keep blowing us away. So I'm just excited to be on the sidelines watching. Oh, thank you so much. Well, it's like, I I thank you so much because you've been a massive part of this journey for me and just such an inspiration. And uh, so thank you. You're welcome. So final question that we ask everyone here on the show, what is one way you recommend people create a life that's better than their dreams? Well, I think, I think it's, for me, it's something actually that you say a lot, which is trusting that, that your desires are meant for you. And I I can't remember if you've quoted this from elsewhere, if it's from you, but that your desires are a compass to your purpose. And I remember hearing that and it's really stuck with me and really resonated because I have always, since I was a little girl, felt like it's almost like I could feel tangibly what I, what was out there for me. And I maybe couldn't like always articulate it and have the specifics, but I knew that there was something I was meant to be doing. And, 
And I think it's so important to trust that when we have those kind of inner pulls towards something, that to trust that it means something. It's not like, don't throw it out. It's not irrelevant. It's not unrealistic. It's not frivolous. It's a sign that you're meant to listen to and you're meant to heed. Follow it and trust that it is trying to tell you where you're meant to be. And I think, and don't hold yourself back from that. It's all meant for you. Yeah. Amazing. And where can people find you online, Florence? Uh, So my website is florenceandrewscoaching.com. And you can find me on Instagram at Florence underscore Andrews underscore coaching. And um, yeah, that's that's where you can find me if you're interested in, in my coaching. Love it. And I know you have an opt-in for people that will share in the show notes um, of this podcast episode, but can people find that on your website as well? Yeah, you can find that on my website. I've got like a, I've got a couple of opt-ins on there. And yeah, if you're finding that going live fear, like hitting that going live button is um, something that is freaking you out and you're hesitating with your finger over that button, then um, I'm kind of using all those years of performance psychology and all the different facets that I've, I've worked in um, to help you get over that fear and show up. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here. Like I said, we are thrilled to be a part of your journey and we can't wait to see what's next. Thank you so much. I hope you loved today's episode. It's definitely one of my favorites. And I want you to remember that everything that Florence shared is possible for you too. All you have to do is continue to hold the faith and take action in the direction of your dreams. And if you're looking to become an online coach, go to iHeartCoaching.com and check out our incredible signature program, iHeartCoaching. That's the exact program that Florence went through that helped her get the results that she's now seeing in her life, as well as in her coaching business and acting career. The same is possible for you, so take action now. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. Take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at I Heart My Life on Instagram and at I Heart My Life Now on Facebook. See you next time.